Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher. I am the editor at the Australian Compliance Institute. And today we have something a little bit different. We have with us Craig Chappell, Director at Altered State Learning. Welcome, Craig. Hi, thank you for having me. I know that many of our listeners are probably under the pump at the moment. There's a lot of regulation coming through, the big one being the financial accountability regime. And I think the big test for everyone is how do we get this all done and get ready for next March or for those who are going to capture it in 2025? You know, how do we get this work done? You know, how to be the most productive and efficient? And that is exactly what Craig's going to come to talk to us about today. Um, we're going to be doing a workshop together. Uh, well, I'm not doing it, but Craig will be running the workshop along with the ACI. And yeah, Craig, I think the best way to start this is to have a bit of a chat about who is Altered State Learning? What's the story behind it? Thank you. Um, Look, Altered State Learning is, we're a training provider. Uh, We specialize in workplace training with a focus on building higher performing individuals and teams. We're probably most well known for our Productivity Plus workshops. To date, we've we've ran them with around about three thousand people, helping them gain you know greater control of their of their workday. What most people don't know about is is that Altered State is actually a collective of, of small training providers. There's five of us in total, based in Australia and New Zealand. Each of us specialises in some different content. We're like a bit of a one-stop shop for organisations that invest in their people. So aside of the productivity, we're also known for leadership, behavioural interviewing, communication skills, unconscious bias, emotional intelligence, training and development. But in all honesty, we're most commonly known as anything from productivity experts to time management ninjas. So I know everyone has it in their mind, maybe a common sense definition of what productivity is. But Craig, can you sort of break it down um, from your perspective? What are we talking about when we talk about productivity? What are you talking about when you talk about productivity? It's such a it's such a broad term, isn't it? Yeah. Um, from from our point of view, if I, if I related back to the workshop, productivity really is about just working as efficiently, as effectively as you possibly can each day. A lot of us, you know, not for any bad reason, have picked up some pretty sabotaging habits to the way that we work each and every day. When you think about it, I mean, a lot of the clients that we speak to, you know, those that we even went through university, none of them did anything at university around what to expect when you get into the workplace and how to be able to plan and, and deliver your work. So from our point of view, this is a this is a workshop that developed off the back of you know, me being sat in a productivity-based workshop 13 years ago, and um, I brought it into the organisation um, L&D team where I was working in New Zealand in health. And, you know, prior to that, you know, I was probably pulling 55, sometimes 60-hour weeks. And I was, I, you know, back then I was adamant. You told me that it was it was the workload. I'd have, I'd have agreed. I'd have probably promoted the fact that it was the volume of my workload. And I went through some productivity training and, um quite quickly found that it wasn't the workload at all. It was the way I was working. There was a lot of habits that we pick up, you know, Outlook being a big one. Whoever taught you how to use Outlook? The answer is usually I taught myself and I picked up things along the way from colleagues and things like that. But the danger there is, is nobody taught them either. So sometimes we're just picking up fifth generational bad habits. Sure. And, and I like that you brought that story in about, you know, not realizing that it might have been just the way you were working. So mm. I think that brings in the question of maybe people are not always self-aware of their habits. So 
that leads into that question of well, so who is this for? And I guess not obviously just for those people who can obviously pick this up, but I would assume this is really for everyone, right? It it is. We get we we do get asked that a lot. Obviously, when we're out there um, doing the business development side of things and we're promoting what we do and we're talking to clients, that is one of the questions we get asked. You know, who who is this for? In short, look, it's for everyone in the workplace that has an email address and feels like there's room for improvement. It's also for anyone who wants to save probably an hour a day. And uh, some people say, well, look, that's a pretty big claim. But in all honesty, I think that's conservative. I can think of half a dozen habits that we're probably unconscious of that we maybe do every day, maybe some conscious ones too, that just sabotage the way that we work every day. And, you know, these this is the thing that prevents us from getting out the door on time, you know, or even worse than that, missing, missing taking our child to some sort of sport after work or getting to go to the gym and wind down. You know, these are the things that this is why this workshop exists. We, we want it to promote work-life balance. For, for our participants and for our clients as well. We just so, so for, again, who is it for? You know, C-suite. Ex- we've run this for C-suite executives and their PAs, but we've we've wrote recently over the last few years started running it in organisations for new grads and interns. When you use new grads, for example, most of their life has been using things like Gmail or Yahoo or things like this. You know, they go through uni, they get they arrive in work, and then all of a sudden. They're like, oh, here, we use the Outlook and the a vast majority who haven't seen it. it's a completely new piece of software to them. Added to that, you're about to throw at them Teams, OneNote and numerous other in-house software as well. It's very overwhelming, you know, but we've run this in private sector, public sector. Um, we've run it with in, like groups just for as a team like you know from within one business but we've also run it with mixed groups from across the business and we find that that's where we get the best traction when there's a mix of managers in the team or in the group sorry uh and then people from across the business in different organizations departments things like that it works really well that way sure so something that you mentioned earlier is you know talking about those unconscious bad habits or maybe some that we might be conscious of how difficult is it do you find in your experience for people to be able to recognize those bad habits in themselves or is it not until they come and do a workshop that they go oh hold on (laughs) Mm, it's a bit of a yes and no answer I'm afraid Um, the biggest issue that we find with the bad habits that people have and I've always I keep questioning myself should we say bad habits because they're just most of them are are unconscious habits Um, yeah but what were the finds we tend to find it's you know that people don't tend to be aware of the impact that their habits have on their ability okay. to, to work productively each day you know and ultimately you know they're working on extra unpaid hours as a result um that's the thing is it's 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 whether they're aware of them or not it's the impact that they're having on them and that's what people are unaware of and when we start to talk about this in in, in the first workshop which is a half day we'll often see you know I know we're on the right track when I've got we're talking and we're discussing things in the workshop and we're presenting ideas and things and people are nodding and their eyes are wider and that yeah I can relate to that so it's not just about presenting that to them it's about saying okay well what do we do to counteract that as well so you know the goal from our perspective as a trainer provides that we want people to have a greater work-life balance and that's what employers want employers know that when people have this then they're happier at work and you know we know a happier workforce is an engaged workforce research shows that an engaged workforce outperforms the competition 
when a workforce is engaged, turnover reduces, retention improves. It's 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 a great result for, for both parties. Excellent. And, you know, relating it back to how I introduced this with all the work that um, our listeners and members will have to do that. I think that would be the ideal situation to have people engaged and sort of, I guess that makes you more agile as well for anything that's thrown at you. It does. It does. A lot of the time, you know, a lot of this comes back down to, you know, we do spend a lot of time using tools like Microsoft tools like Outlook and things like that. A lot of it comes down to planning. Most people have not been taught how to plan their day. They'll have systems in place like they might they might, you know, typically flag an email in the inbox. But then when we flag that email, if we've got 50 emails in our inbox um, and 45 of them are flagged, the flagging kind of loses its value. So what's our next step? Okay, well, that one's more important than that flagged one. I'll mark it as unread. Um, before we know it, you know, we, we're just using these get out of jail free cards, which don't particularly support, con, you know, constructively the way that we want to, to work. So it's really about showing them and giving them the skills within Outlook, because there's a lot of tools in there. The vast majority of people don't don't use or certainly don't use the way that Microsoft had intended them to be. Oh, excellent. So I'm looking at the timers. I think it's probably time for us to start wrapping up a little bit. So everyone is listening. This is for the product. Plus workshop, workload and workflow workflow mastery. And it, it will be in November. I think it's from the 8th to the 15th of November. It is. We've got yep. the work, workshop one is on the 8th of, of, of the month, and the next one is on the 15th. They're both oh, the next half, on the 15th. Yeah. We've got um we've the two workshops, they are half day each. We put them into the middle of the day, which means you can get to work, do some, do some emails, come along to the workshop, um, then go back and finish your day off as well, which we find works really well. After the second workshop on the 15th, we'll then we do it with every workshop, we'll follow up with everyone in a one-to-one basis. Um, ideally face to face, but we can do that part online as well, just to make sure that we're bedding in the things that you've learned in that second workshop around Outlook expertise, because that's the micro. The second one is the Microsoft Outlook X uh, Masterclass, and mm-hmm. then the one to one just helps you tweak those nuances for your individual role, so that when you take this away, we've got demonstration of an application of learning, which is great yeah. from an employer's point of view, but we've just made it individualized for the for the person. Well, that's excellent. And it's going to be face to face at our work club offices. And I'll put that address in the show notes. And just to sweeten the deal, everyone, eight CPD points for you if you when you <laughs> attend. So so you'll learn something and get some CPD points. I mean, I, I don't see the lose in that. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Little bits of words of wisdom that you have for any of the listeners in the risk and compliance space who are trying to get a lot done? Um, look, first of all, if you feel that you're overwhelmed on a day-to-day basis or that you get to the end of the week and you've been really, really busy, um, but you didn't kind of get everything done that you wanted to, a lot of this will come down to how you're using your outlook and how you're planning. One quick tip will be, you know, the calendar is is key. Uh, however, using the calendar the way that you want to and maybe the way that we can help you with is, is a different thing. So um, we know that if you're going to save an hour a day as a result of this workshop, um, from a return on investment point of view, um, even just you know, for cost, but just for time, most people we find are getting a return of investment on this within about four weeks. So if you can save an hour a day, that's a huge thing. It's, it's half a day a week back in your pocket to focus on the important things. Exactly. So use your calendar wisely and book this in. <laughs> yes, that would be great. Thank you so much for your time, Craig. Thank you. 
This podcast has been a production of the Australian Compliance Institute and the music was done by Rob Neely.